Okay, and right here on the phone lines today, we've got the president of the WCRA, Mr. Bobby Moat. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing good, Pepper. How you doing? Oh, doing great. Another one of those long weekends, getting back in into the grind of things again on a Monday. I imagine it's busy where you're at as well. Yeah, it seems every day is, but it's good. Uh, it's good. I enjoy yeah. it. Well, let's jump into some WCRA. Um, let's kick this off here. You know, y'all just launched the WCRA launched back in 2018. It's already paid out over seven million dollars in prize money. So, how's that work? Yeah, so it'll be two years since we announced and, and launched and opened up the VRQ. We paid out um, $7.5 million. Um, interesting, I was pulling up some reports. Uh, 589 people who we've written a check to so far over this year. So, you know, a really interesting fact is. Of those 589 people who we've who have won money with the WCRA, 50 of them have won over $50,000, and some of them have won over $100,000. And so, you know, if you compare that to a regular, you know, world standing or something, I think that would be less impressive because, you know, when you look at a world standings of most, you know, in in most cases, that's a reflection of gone to you know, a, a decent number of rodeos. And so every rodeo you go to, you know, you've got a lot of costs associated with it. You know, we're talking about like something like eight rodeos and the cost of entry for these is, you know, hundreds, you know, in nomination fees, not thousands and thousands of travel expenses, you know. So so the, the whole thing is trying to make ro rodeo more sustainable. And we're not... You know, our objective isn't to take the place of any world championships or, or any of those titles, but it's to try to make it more sustainable, get more people doing it, and, you know, make it better for its athletes while putting on a great show and having a great product to, you know, put out, you know, in media. So, you know, and I feel like we've, so far we've been doing a good job of, of hitting all those objectives. Yeah, and I mean it's it's working out. The athletes that I've talked to, you know, they, they compete. You know, they're enjoying it. They're having a good time, and and they really enjoy the format. And of course, they like the payouts as well. So, you know, it, it's working out. Yes, sir. Yeah, with with the money we paid, it would have been, you know, kind of typical in the rodeo industry is to top load things, and you can boast a huge first place payout, and then past, you know, the first couple spots, nobody's really making any money, and that's. You know, that's where the 589 checks we've paid out comes into play is that, you know, it's, it's spread around quite a bit. It does pay really good to win first, but it's it's spread out so that, you know, if you go and you do your job well, that you're going to you're gonna leave with some money in your pocket. Another, uh, another interesting fact that when I was pulling up some reports this morning that I just came across, I didn't even realize it, but we've crossed over the 10,000 registered users mark. Uh, this week, actually, and have over 20,000 events in the database. And so, you know, I, I've, if you'd have told me a year ago that there's 20,000 rodeo events that, go, that occur in a year, and mostly in North America, like I would, I would have to argue with you that that's a that's a huge number. Right. But uh, there, there are 
are literally over that in our database, over over 20,000. So, you know, it's it's just exciting to see, you know, I, I live most of my rodeo career sort of oblivious to, to you know, what the potential and what, what's actually going on, you know, in reality, you know, in all the corners of the world of rodeo, there's there's a lot of it happening. There's a lot of people interested in it. Um, I think that it's, you know, rodeo is is has caught a lot of momentum lately, and I think it's going to just continue to. I think we, just knowing the things that we have in the pipeline and things that are to come, uh, paired with, you know, I think that I think all the increased media exposure that rodeo's gotten. I think what Cowboy Channel's doing is fantastic. You know, just letting people see rodeo every day is is great and you know fans will become more educated and 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 learn more about who you know these athletes are and and so that's that's all really really good now with the uh you know you know you recently i guess maybe was the last year you announced the, the triple crown how did how that come about so that's been a topic of discussion internally for a while now um but you know it's basically we just decided let's let's put it out there and let's do it you know once we were able to forecast uh far enough in, in advance kind of what our schedule was looking like that that you know the next thing to do was was to put this triple crown out there and and it's you know last year we had uh we had a few people who had won two events in a row and you know had a chance to win three in a row a bull rider, a bareback rider, and a team roper. And so, you know, that's it's it's totally attainable. I mean, the here here's really what it is 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 you win you win three majors in a row. They don't have to all be in the calendar same calendar year, but you win three majors in a row and you win a million dollars. And so um that it doesn't matter when I say it doesn't matter if it's in the same calendar year, it, it doesn't every year we're set to pay out a million dollars and so a little bit so the one caveat is a little bit alike what they do with the american if if you won three events in a row and then i won three events in a row in the same year we would split the million but if i won the last event of last you know of, of this year and the first two events of next year then i'm eligible for that million so it doesn't, okay. it doesn't have to fall within the same calendar year, but but if you can win three majors in a row, you win a million dollars. That's not an annuity. That's not paid out. That's 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 a million dollar check. And so okay. you know that that will you know that'll change lives. And I think that I think that that's a substantial. And I think that it's a I think it's very attainable. I mean, the reality is somebody is six runs or rides away from a million bucks, and that's. Yeah. That's that's really where where it's at. And and talking about being life changing and changing lives. Um, now you recently added a youth division. Now how how did the youth division come about? And how does that work for for the youth of the WCRA? So we have big plans to help to you know build and continue to help develop rodeo. Um, there's a lot of youth organizations out there, namely the National High School Rodeo Association, who have been around forever. And have been, you know, that's been their mission is to make, you know, youth rodeo have a developmental league, and uh, we've we've joined forces with them to try to help build 
build more incentive in in youth rodeo but but I think that it's important that these kids sort of stay in their lane, so to speak, and don't leave the youth ranks and and join the the pro ranks too early and so and so you know we've put some things in place like like if you're going to be eligible for the division y, which is what our youth program is called then you're not eligible for open. And there's there's greater point earning opportunities at National High School Rodeo Association events and our alliance partners than there is at, at just the average youth event. And so my hope is that kids stay in school, continue to pursue their educations, go through, you know, the right level of competition at the right times and and we can we can help pay some of that money back that those parents and those kids are spending to go to go rodeo in most cases for awards, you know, it costs. I mean, I know I've got some kids that do high school and junior rodeo and stuff and so, you know, every time you load up that treasure take off of you there's a lot of there's a lot of costs associated with it. And so we set the nomination fees at twenty five dollars and we basically track the the, the the point outcome of of these kids at these events and uh we've guaranteed fifty thousand dollars to the to our first division one uh event in uh guthrie this this may at, it's during the stampede at the e and so the top 24 in the leaderboard in division y they'll they'll go there and they'll compete twice uh like i said we guaranteed fifty thousand dollars for that and then the winners, the average winners from that two-head competition will advance to the million-dollar major on uh, May 16th. And so they'll have they'll have an equal shot with all the pros to to win, you know, $50,000. And so, um, and that'll be on national TV, that'll be on CBS Network. And so, I think it's a great opportunity. And it's just it's just the iceberg. Um, we're in conversations with our partners at High School Rodeo and with others to how we can make it much better next year. Um, we just we we started in I think what I would call a pretty conservative fashion this year. Um, although fifty thousand dollars guaranteed payout is significant for youth, um, we've we've got bigger things in in the in the pipeline. Okay, now you've well, you've. On CBS, you got the CBS broadcast, and and those have been have had a couple of those go already. Uh, what kind of feedback and and how have, has that worked out uh, in the WCRA favor? Well, I think it's just in rodeo's favor. So I mentioned the Cowboy Channel a minute ago, and I think that they're doing a good job of bringing cowboy to you know rodeo to um, rural America, and so let's call it the fans that, that already know about rodeo or are learning a lot more about rodeo, you know, getting to see it every day. And I think that's fantastic, but yet there's still a need to try to, to try to grow it bigger than it's bigger than it's ever been. And mainstream media should take notice of what, you know, what's going on over here with rodeo and these tremendous athletes and these wonderful stories that, that come out of rodeo. And so, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, all, all of our semifinals events are, are streamed live on Ride Pass and they also air on Ride TV. And I think that that's, I think that's good. Everybody gets some exposure that way. 
and people can kind of get their rodeo fixed through watching the semifinals. But then these majors are on, you know, they're the only, it's the only rodeo series on network television, meaning anybody with rabbit ears can get it. Um, the Royal City Roundup at Kansas City last, uh, well, just over a week ago, it, uh, we had 800 and I think 80 million viewers that, viewed the whole time with a peak of 919,000, I'm sorry, 880-some thousand viewers that viewed the whole time with 919,000 viewing it, you know, at peak viewership. So, I mean, just short of a million people um, viewed that, viewed that rodeo. And I think that's, that's substantial because those are, you know, those are sports bars. Those are, you know, just city people that came in in the afternoon and, and turned it on. And those were new people basically were introduced to rodeo. And so I think that's, I think that's great. It's a step in the right direction. We need more of it. Our partnership mm -hmm. with the PBR allows us to, allows us to do this and, um, you know, air all of our majors on network television. I think that's fantastic. And that's something that hasn't, hasn't been done before. So those numbers will continue to increase. And so we'll be able to continue to reach more people and tell more people about rodeo. All right. And then speaking of the Kansas City event, you know, the recently you know a little controversy going on at Kansas City, and I hear you've got some new some new policies, some new things in the works. Yeah. So in rodeo, we're pioneering to degree instant replay. Um, I always thought while I was rodeoing that it was. It was crazy not to have it as many rodeos have camera camera angles you know it's uh, I've just always believed that it should be the case and so you know we've had instant replay and you know keep in mind there was no template for what we're doing there wasn't a rule book that we adopted and and tried to use for our own we've been writing this from from scratch and so every time we have an event there's things there's a lot of things that work. There's a few things that either don't work or could be better. And so we, you know, we get together and we meet and we go over it and review it and and try to make those changes. And so at Kansas City, there was a there was a missed call. Chet Johnson in the saddle bronc ride and slapped his horse on the right side, and it wasn't seen by the judges, and it was pretty clear on TV on the replay. And so we've modified our instant replay rules to where any any official or any other contestant can can challenge a can challenge a call and so one of the other guys in the arena one of the other saddle bronc riders looked at and said hey he he slapped that horse and throw the reviewed and you know additionally those the replay official will be reviewing anything that's questionable and can bring it back um, and so. You know, with those new rules in place, I think that if the guys on the on the floor happen to miss something, then you know the guy in the replay booth or the other contestants won't. And so I think that's I think that's important. And the whole goal of that is just to you know it holds it holds the officials at a higher uh, level of accountability, but and, and it ensures that the money goes to the right place, which is which is really our goal, and it's the official's goal. I mean, these guys, I talk with them on a regular basis, and and they really are 
trying to do their best, but, you know, I mean, they miss stuff, you know, sometimes mistakes happen. And, and so we try to, we try, you know, I think with instant replay and, and modifying our rules, I think we'll, we'll, re, we'll remove some of that. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the basic, level. you know, uh, excuse me, the, the moral of the story basically is, I mean, you can't, you can't avoid making mistakes once, but, but you should put things in place that that keep them from happening again. Right, and it's kind of, kind of level level the playing field out for everybody because, like you say, you're gonna you're gonna miss stuff here or there, see something there and there, but that camera's gonna catch it every time. Mm-hmm. It should. <laughs> now you you guys just announced this, uh, I guess this week or or in, early last week. Yeah. The Women's World Championship is going to take place during the PBR Finals in Vegas. So how did how did that idea come to? So, um, I mean, it's and, I, and it's been said just recently. You know, I mean, there's 51 percent of the demographic of rodeo fans or people who rodeo are women, and there's one discipline that's set aside for women, and so you know. We believe that early on. That's why we added breakaway. Uh, we were the first ones to pay equal money in breakaway. Jackie Crawford won fifty thousand at at Chicago. It's never been a question with us whether uh, one one event or another should have different pay. And so, you know, team roping, heading, healing, breakaway, it's all equal money, and that's that's just the way it's the way it's always going to be. Um, but noticing, you know, how much interest there is in women's rodeo and how many how many of these ladies, you know, did high school rodeo and did college rodeo and then they just basically sold their horse, put their ropes up, quit quit it because there wasn't anywhere else for them to go, you know, I think that I think that this women's rodeo world championship will help with that. I think that team roping has close to the same potential that breakaway roping has. Um, if if done right. Now, there's been all-girl team ropings and stuff, but again, when you talk about equal money or equal opportunity, it hasn't necessarily been there. And so we're going to do our best to try to, to you know, we're going to learn a lot through this process, and and we'll go through this first one, and we'll we'll try to make it as good as we can, and we'll learn what we can learn over the course of this year, and then next year will be even better, and we'll continue to, to grow and improve. But the goal is the goal is with all of the all of our you know missions that we're on is to is to make rodeo and make the industry bigger and stronger and getting more people doing it is a huge part of that and so I'm really excited about the women's world championship and I think that it's going to be a lot of fun a lot of fun for fans to watch and a lot of fun for these for these ladies to do it seven hundred fifty thousand dollars guaranteed paid out. And it'll be held in conjunction with the PBR World Finals in Las Vegas. It'll be at the South Point Equestrian Center, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, will it will it be a televised event as well for the Women's World yes. Championship? Uh, yeah, certainly on Ride Pass, and uh, I believe there'll be some cable coverage as well. And you know, beyond that, I I, I wouldn't say at this point. Now, with it now with it starting out, the Women's World Championship starting out with with uh, all timed events, is is there any interest in possibly adding some like some ranch bronc ladies ranch bronc riding or or some rough stock in the mix? Yeah, well, I wouldn't rule it out. 
although that um, we're trying to focus on the things that at this point that we think are manageable and we're able to control and do a good job with. And so um, there's lots of, you know, I mentioned the, the over 20,000 events in our database. There's, there's lots of ones that include timed events. There's, there's a really uh, small amount of ladies ranch bronc riding or, or any other ladies rough stock. And so at this point, there isn't a lot of opportunity for them to qualify. And so, you know, if that was to change in the future, then we wouldn't, we wouldn't rule it out, but it's not, uh, certainly not this year. Okay. All right. Well, it sure, it sure sounds exciting. I mean, the WCRA has got a lot of stuff going on and it seems like it's, you know, every time something pops up, it's, you know, bigger, bigger and better things are in the works. And, uh, Sounds like you guys have got a got a handle on it, and uh, you know I'm, I just look forward to seeing seeing more stuff. I can't wait to check out this this women's championship and and see how that goes. And uh, you know things are looking up. Yes, sir. No, I I appreciate it. It's it's been a lot of fun. We've got a, just a fantastic team of people who are really passionate about uh, what we're doing and 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 are excited about having the kind of basically the ability to be as creative and you know think as big as they want and and so there's there's an office of people in here that just every day they're they're trying to work on you know the things that we just talked about and working on future endeavors that are going to just you know hopefully all of it just make it better for rodeo it's it's athletes and it's fans all right and let's get in there and, and if, if you dig in there too far you're going to find me in there i signed up I signed up a couple of weeks ago. I'm getting my right. course ready to start start nominating some stuff and see see if I can't end up in one of the, <laughs> in one of these shows. But man, Bob, yes, I, sir, I appreciate no. you vi visiting with me and, and filling me in on everything. And uh, man, I just wish you all kinds of luck. And uh, we'll see you down the road. All right, thank you, Pepper. I appreciate it. Thank you.